0: with Mike and JD I'm JD and I'm Mike and welcome to the show so today we're gonna talk about Warner Brothers discovery and what the heck is going on with it. <laughs> it's it's uh, quite a mess uh, so just a quick backstory this though to be fair, this is a lot more complicated than I'm making to see but very quickly, AT&T to, you know, the internet phone provider, decided, hey, let's get into entertainment. Let's buy Warner Brothers. Brothers. And in 98, they merged with Warner Brothers. Then, just three years later, 2001, they're like, yeah, we don't like owning Warner Brothers. So, they decided to divest it and, again, complicate business stuff. In the end, AT&T got rid of Warner Brothers and now it instead merged with Discovery Inc to make Warner Brothers Discovery, which is now held by David's... I looked up how to pronounce his name and I already forgot. It's Zelzov. Zalzlov, David Zelzov. Zazlov, yes. Zazlov, there we go. Okay, so he was the CEO of Discovery. He's now took over as CEO of Warner Brothers Discovery. And things have just, to put it simply, put weird since he started. Yeah, like nah.
1: I, I, at least in theory, you know, you would think probably Warner uh, is a better fit with Discovery Alexa. than. Oh yes. Th- at least they're both like television. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, yeah that makes sense. but yeah, it's been very strange since Zaslav took over. Like yeah. between you know, he he's made a lot of just like sweeping changes. Yeah. So
0: very polarizing,
1: yeah. I would say.
0: Yeah, so Discovery Inc. Uh, was previously made up. You know, most of the reality shows, Food Network, Discover like, all those networks. Now, Warner Brothers owns probably even more than you realize. So they, TNT, TBS, Cartoon Network, it, all the HBOs, O's, CNN. Um, they own all that. They own Mortal Kombat and all, <laughs> and the, the people who make the game. They own Looney Tunes. Of course, they own DC. And, like... They own so many IPs: Harry Potter, Game of Thrones. Like I would say, strongly say that they're second only to Disney in like recognizable, recognizable franchises that that they own. It, oh, Scooby Doo! Like I said, Hannibal. They have so many. Like they have so many recognizable characters.
1: If you're uh, if you're curious what intellectual properties they own, just watch Space Jam Two and look in the background, and you'll you'll see.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which. I mean, you can say a lot of bad stuff about that movie, but it did do a great job of showing off, hey, look at all the stuff we own. That (laughs) it did a great job of. So... (laughs) Exactly. But, yes. But, yes, so they... So, it's like... It's a huge company. And, like, but David has not been very successful lately. And so now... He's doing a lot of questionable decisions. One of the... The earliest decision was CNN+. It was a bad idea to begin with. Let me... a stu- news network streaming service... It was a bad idea, but... They cancelled it... A month after it came out... Gave nobody any warning. Like... It was a... I get why they cancelled CNN Plus... But it's like... It was the way that they did it. It was like... You just left everybody scrambling there. That was one of... That was his first big... Controversial move. His next big controversial move... Was far more even worse though and that was bat well there was also Scooby Doo everyone forgets about Scooby there was a Scooby Doo movie that was almost finished that was cancelled but the bigger news was Batgirl ninety million dollars just about they said like oh I just needed some touch-ups cancelled they're gonna do it as a tax write-off which doing this people are like oh we'll get released eventually no from what I've read like, I'm no business expert from what i read do it, writing this off as a tax write-off means they can never release it, so... Yeah, that's my understanding theory, as well. They can, if... In theory, we'll never see this movie, in theory. Yeah. But is... And, like, we, we didn't know much about Backer, girl, 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 but we knew the cast, Leslie Grace, who she was great in in The Hides. J.K. Simmons as Commissioner, returning as Commissioner Gordon, who he was perfect casting that role from the start. He just never had anything to do with the role. It was great. It was going to be great to finally see him and like do something with the role. Then there was also Brendan Fraser as Firefly. Brendan Fraser is in the middle of actually a big career comeback after being dormant for so many years. This was going to be part of that, and of course Michael Keaton returning as Batman which I mean if you're not excited about Michael Keaton returning mm. as Batman and you claim to be a DC fan I don't know what's wrong with you Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean Michael Keaton was just a great Batman It'd be, I, and so it's just so disheartening that like I'm not I of course don't know about the quality of the project yes there was rumors that the test audience hated, but one, test audience are often not good indicators of what the actual reception is going to be, and two, these are, it was from a lot of unreliable sources, there was a lot of contradiction there, but any, okay, but maybe the movie was going to, was going to be bad, bad. but even if it was bad, it's already finished, like, everybody put hard work into it, like, and you're just going to hide it in some vault forever now? That just is wrong to me. Like, if I was a creator working a that movie, that would just be like soul crushing, and I would never want to work with Warner Brothers together after something like that. What's your take?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I see I see both. Uh, I don't want to say I see both sides of it. Like, I mean, as just a lover of movies, I'm sad mm-hmm. that I won't get to see this movie because you know it's it sounds like it had a amazing cast and even if it was bad it would Mm. sort of like it would have been a cool artifact to see and also like you said it's just Mm. like i feel terrible for everyone involved especially um you know um like all of the people who just like poured their heart and soul into this movie and now their work Mm. will never get seen i do understand it it's hard to really judge without knowing anything about the quality like if this was Batman and Robin like two if this was a just a dumpster fire of a movie I can see the desire to can it you know mostly because like you said people are excited about uh, Michael Keaton returning as Batman if it's bad then who is going to be excited for Michael Keaton as Batman in The Flash you know they don't want they, they don't want to kill any hype they have with the finished product if it's Mm. bad but like i said it's hard to kind of judge that because you would think i mean based on the everything we know about the director the stars the writers like you have an all-star team assembled there so it's hard for me to believe that it is that bad but if it was that bad i can see canning it even if it was almost finished just because dc is just known for just churning out terrible movies and they're trying to turn that reputation
0: around uh mm. but you actually mentioned the flash and i also want to talk about that movie now if you, you can look it up yourself but, but Ezra Miller they have been a lot of controversy to say to for the short version yes um, <laughs> i'm getting into all the controversies there's many of, Because we could do a whole separate video about all the different controversies... Although
1: they did apologize. ...they've been getting into. I don't know... I did not see the apology, but apparently they did apologize. So...
0: Yeah, but... But anyway... <laughs> so, it's... So... They're a big mess. And now... So for... Uh, for months now... Everybody has been saying... Oh! Warner Brothers has to cancel the Flash movie. They have, they have to cancel the Flash movie. Now, previously... I actually defended the decision not to cancel the movie because I'm my, yes, Ezra Miller is a very problematic person, but the, the movie is just about finished, it's more than just Miller's work, like, I don't want to see many other movies, but I can forgive the decision to, okay, we ready finished finish this movie, let's release it anyway, yes, we know the lead actor is problematic, but hopefully you can still enjoy this movie anyway. I mean, they got paid already anyway. But see, now that they were so easy, quick to shelve back, that that changes my opinion. Because I'm like, well, if you shelve back, why not just shelve this? Boom, too. Like, <clears throat> a back at least didn't have the an extremely problematic lead. What's your take? Again,
1: it's it's tough for me to judge without like, if like. If, if you buy their narrative, basically, of like, oh, you know, if I sat down and saw this movie and, like, The Flash is a masterpiece of a movie, but has a problematic star, and Batgirl's a hot mess of garbage, then I'm like, okay, then it makes sense to, to keep one and cancel the other. Like, on paper, you would think it doesn't really make sense, like... But it's also tough. I mean, I feel like just because of the effects and stuff, the Flash was probably also the more expensive of the movie. Oh, yeah, that is true. Now, if you could get a larger tax write-off, then I would say, just cancel that movie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, So it it is tough to say, like I said, without knowing the quality. I mean, personally, I was more excited for a Batgirl movie than a Flash movie just because, you know, I feel like I've seen... I mean, even though I haven't seen a Flash movie, I feel like... But Back- we've had so
0: many seasons of the TV show.
1: Yeah, I feel like we have so many seasons of the TV show, I know already the story of Flashpoint. Like, I'm of course very excited about Michael Keaton as Batman, but I would have gotten Michael Keaton mm-hmm. in Batgirl also. Mm-hmm. So... In fact. You know, I-, I feel like Batgirl was the more interesting property, at least for me. As somebody who is like, you know, my sister has always been a big fan of the Batgirl character... So, like, I, you know, I feel like she brings more, like, you know, uh, a different perspective to the to the mm. DC universe than but, either of those. I mean, personally, I mean, mm. my hot take is that they should have just started over. Like, I understand there were a lot of projects in the works, but if I think you either got to say one or the other. Either say we're going to keep going with the DC universe or we're just going to, like hard stop cancel everything and just proceed from like the batman or some or Mm. you know something like that just because it's too confusing right now like well what's continuing there's still aquaman 2 is happening (laughs) but like maybe Mm. you know but he got
0: delayed also
1: yeah so i just i feel like one of dc's biggest problems is they just send so much mixed messages with their with what like you said with like what projects do they tend to cancel what projects do they tend to keep uh and like i don't know is is wonder woman 2 canon i you know like it's marvel it's very clear kind of you know but uh dc their plans are always like they they're quick to announce everything but then they just who knows
0: well, I mean, the biggest problem, and, deep, and in one of um of Discovery's defense, they finally acknowledge this. Their problem starting this universe is that they started it without Kevin Feige. That because Kevin Feige has been the one keeping everything in the MCU in line. They they never have one, and they're actually saying that now they're looking for, like, they're trying to get their own Kevin Feige. To be the, that person that is overseeing all the DC movies keeping it in line. Which, that's definitely a huge help. A lot of people thought the Flash movie was going to do, you know, time re-warping. And be like where the universe kind of does a soft reboot from. But I feel like I would have been okay with them. Okay, wait, these are our finished projects. So just burn the finished projects. And then now let's restart. Yeah, that's
1: like, that's what I would have done is basically, I would have said everything that's mostly finished, like Batgirl and The Flash and stuff, keep all that stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe trim any stuff that's like, trim off any like teasers for future movies or like post-credit scenes and stuff, Mm -hmm. and then release that, and then, you know, then hard stop, everything else is new. Like... Uh, You know, imagine if Kevin Feige had taken over the X-Men universe five movies in. Like, it would have been a hot mess. Uh, You know, Kevin Feige...
0: Well, it's funny you say... Wait, hold on. It's funny you kind of say that because that kind of... I mean, it wasn't Kevin Feige, but that kind of happened with the X-Men movies when they started to do the Days of Future Past and stuff. It kind of... Their whole timeline became a hot mess eventually. Exactly. So, like, you know, I think... Part of the reason,
1: I mean, Kevin Feige, not to sell him short, I mean, what he did with the MCU was brilliant. Uh, But it was partly because he could start from nothing. Like, you know, he was like, all right, here's our, like, 10 year plan from the beginning. Yeah.
0: But, But see, that's the thing. DC is saying they have a 10 year plan now, but it's very unclear what their 10 year plan is. And that was one of the big mistakes they did at the start, actually, was. uh, they tried to rush their movie. Like, like Justice League was rushed. It was like, we were just... The the first Avengers film, that was built up too. We had all these solo movies. Then finally, oh, they all meet up. But DC was like, oh, we got to catch up to Marvel. So let's just do like two movies. Okay, now they all meet up. But Hell, in the second movie, half the characters were already meeting each other.
1: Right, and I mean... Like, the other, you know, the other benefit to going slow is you see what works and you see what doesn't. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in the MCU that kind of gets, like, less emphasis or gets retconned. Things that are, like, Mm. you know, Iron Man 3 with, like, the Mandarin plot twist and stuff. Like, when something Mm. doesn't go over well in the MCU, they have time to, like, course correct it because it's not, like, a wholesale thing. I mean it's yeah um, it's similar to actually the problem that Marvel is facing with like stuff like the Eternals. You know, when you when you just start like hey, here is everybody all at once, then you kind of don't have that time to react to what the feedback is. Mm-hmm. I also think I don't know if it yeah. I don't know if it's just the fans, but DC needs to stop listening to the Snyderverse people. Uh, I'm sorry, oh God. I'm sorry, but... I've talk- <laughs> I've said this before, but I hate those people with a passion. Just, like, let it go, it's it's done, <laughs> please stop listening to them.
0: Like, I-, I said this before, I'll say this again, Zack Snyder is an overrated hack. I-, I don't care who hates me for saying that, but I strongly feel that, that not only is Zack Snyder a media director, but he's even worse because he thinks he's the best director ever, like... He has such a hu- huge, huge, unearned ego. Yeah. And that makes him so much worse. Yeah, it's they just they they made it. I honestly,
1: I think a bigger mistake than not having a Kevin Feige was they kind of. I mean, it wasn't. It was different than having a Kevin Feige, but they they planned everything around Zack Snyder, and I just I can't for the life of me figure and out. That why. was
0: a huge mistake.
1: I can't figure out why. <laughs> <laughs> like, Man of Steel was not a smash hit, so why were they like, yeah, no. let's triple down on this? Yeah. I mean, I, li-
0: and, I like I Man of Steel. I I actually like it... It was an okay movie. But, it was okay. But, <laughs> like, it was a fine starting point, but then Batman vs. Superman is like, oh, no, you have no idea what the hell you're doing, do you? <laughs> yeah, it's just... You know, and then to still...
1: I mean, you know, to still give him Justice League after all that, I don't know. I think...
0: Well that was just that was just appeasing the toxic fans. Yeah. That's all that was. Yeah.
1: So I think mm. you know, I hear that they're stepping away from the Snyderverse, which is good, but I'm just like I think it's too late. All that stuff that you have built right now is tainted. Like you mm. know. The Batman is
0: great and it's like a self standalone thing. But But see that was it was interesting. You bring up the Batman. I was just now this is unconfirmed, so we can't say it's true, but I was hearing that, I was reading that, okay, they're gonna do a trilogy of those Batman movies, and then that's it. No more with that universe. Which is. makes those. Because Matt Reeves actually has a ton of ideas of what to do with his universe, like, universe, and it was good. Why not do, do more of this? Like. But apparently, they're just gonna let him do his trilogy. It's gonna be like the Dark. Dark Knight trilogy, which, that was kind of a mistake in retrospect, to just do that trilogy, have that great foundation, then do nothing with it. Why would you do that again?
1: Yeah, honestly, like I said, I I mean, as somebody who's, like, obsessed with, like, I mean, the Dark Knight trilogy is, like, one of the best superhero movies, uh, or, uh, like, trilogies of all time. So mm -hmm. having it, like, end... Like, I'm like, I want to know, uh, I want to see so much more of that universe, like, with all the different mm. rogues that, like, Batman has arguably the best rogues gallery in comic books, maybe Spider-Man's close, mm. but, yeah, I, I think Matt Reeves should absolutely, even if, maybe he, maybe I could see having, like, oh, his trilogy, and then, like, let it, someone else come in and play in that universe, and then have their trilogy, but I definitely mm-hmm. wouldn't end that franchise on um, you know i mean maybe yeah. maybe i'll eat my words if the, <laughs> if the second one's terrible um, <laughs> but yeah i would say keep on with that and you know even like i don't know i just can you you know throwing it back to you for a second is there anything going on at warner brothers that you're like genuinely excited about because the closest thing for me is shazam 2 and that's only because I got pushed back as well, a, and that's only because I'm like a diehard fan of Zachary Levi. <laughs> like that—that's is, is the only thing they're working on that I'm excited about. <laughs> Even like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, who I love, I think that movie's going to be bad. I think I think Black Adam's going to be a bad movie. Well, it's
0: the you. I don't like Black Adam. I know that's what they're doing in the comics, but I never liked Black Adam. As anti-hero. I always liked him as the villain to Shazam. So I, I like that as the cautionary tale to for Billy Batson to see how these powers are no joke. See what happens if you don't take these powers seriously. I always like that idea. Yeah, I don't. I don't like him as his antihero.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I just hate in general the trend of like making all the villains heroes. I I
0: think. Sometimes you need villains. Yeah, and but yeah, and did you some other weird things? What was like? Have you ever heard of the, the sitcom Chad? No. Okay, well, it looked terrible. Let me make this clear. Looked terrible. It was, it was uh, she was SNL not actress, Nassim Pedra. Mm. So the the weird thing she was like a full grown woman playing a teenage boy. The show looked terrible, but it got renewed for season two. Now, hours before season two was going to put premiere, they decided to pull the plug on it. And again, it's like, like, you literally did it hours before it was going to premiere. They already were doing commercial, like, spent all the money marketing it. It's, again, like, I'm not showing any respect to creators. Yeah. And it was just such a weird decision. Like, and again, this is me saying, like, I've never watched the show, I look at the commercials, I'm like, this show seems like the worst idea ever, but I'm still upset because it's like, you, you already finished it, you about, like, you do it at literally the last second, that's not right.
1: Yeah, that makes me think of the, uh, the whole thing that happened with, like, Swamp Thing, how they, like, put all this investment into the first episode of Swamp Thing, which I never saw, but I was told was really good, and then as soon as the first, before the first episode even aired, they were like, oh yeah, it's canceled, it's not getting renewed. Why would you tell me that before
0: I've watched the first episode? Now I don't want to. But you know what? At least they put all the episodes up, though. Yeah. Like, at least it's like, like, okay, yeah, you're not renewing my project, but at least my, my work is out there for people to see. At least they did that.
1: But it's still, like, an example of them, like, self-sabotaging. Like, they mm-hmm. they, need to, they need to pick a plan and stick with it. And, and yeah. it needs to be a better plan than their previous one.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if, if you heard, know this, but so many titles have just, without any warning, going off HBO Max. And a lot of these show were well, HBO Max Originals, so they're literally available nowhere. Like, one of the cartoons that... Infinity Train. It was... It's like a very thought-provoking cartoon. It was a show I always said, Oh, I'm going to watch that one. I'm going to watch that one day. And now, they pulled it all off. Now it was to watch. The creator is is even like, Hey, if you want to watch my show, now you got to pirate it. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So you can even see that, the creators. They're not... They're very upset by this. And it's like... Again, it's like... Why do you want less? Like this makes no sense to me. Why do you want less content on your streaming service? Like, right? Like you already have. The more content, the better. Like, even if only one person subscribes for it, that's still one ten bucks you're getting. It's not like, like, I don't just see what they're losing by leaving it on there.
1: Yeah, that one boggles my mind. Like. The only time Netflix has ever, to my knowledge, removed an original thing is with the Marvel uh, shows, and that was because, yeah. obviously, the Marvel license didn't belong to them. But Yeah, but that was,
0: but that, but that, that was like a... But break. now they're all on Disney+, Plus, though.
1: But that was a very specific circumstance. I mean, I think every exactly. single other Netflix original series is still up there and will
0: be forever, to my understanding. Because uh, cause why wouldn't it be? Like... It, it makes no sense why they're just doing all this. And like, it's weird, like some of the films they take, The Witches, which was like, where, I remember when the April map was first coming out, that was like the movie they were heavily promoting, like, as like the bigger, like, first original, because it had a huge cast, was based on a known book, and then got, like, again, I mean, I never saw it, I only heard mixed things about it, but still just to a movie like that, like, where is the logic behind that? And remember, though, to just show how disorganized this is, I know there's one show, Uncle Grandpa. They moved every episode except for one. Probably a mistake, but that just goes to show how they don't have a handle on this thing, that, oops, they accidentally left one episode of the show on? On there? It's like... Like, these are just the weird decisions... That they're doing that are uh, uh, pissing off the creators, understandably. Like, it's it, it's upsetting the fans of the show. And it's like, where are you? Accompl- what are you accomplishing on this? like, nobody understands. Like, I've read articles about these. People talk about all these things disappearing. There's yet to be an explanation why.
1: So, yeah, it seems like, you know, basically what we're saying is that Warner Brothers has a huge catalog of, like, famous, recognizable IP, and they've mm-hmm. basically just got to manage it better, um, and kind of, you know,
0: put more faith in their creators. Yeah, and, like I said, even if it's... it's like, I, I just, the burden of the old stuff just, like, I'm still just baffled by that, because it's like, why, like, like, what is the goal behind that? At least, with that I strongly, strongly disagree with it. I get, oh well, you wanted that tax fight off. Well, this, there's no logic behind this. Yeah, I, th- I have to imagine
1: that's either a mistake or some sort of, like, weird... No,
0: it, it, it's not a mistake. Because of the way it's happening, it's clearly uh, systematic. I, I think... Uh, David Zazlov he seems to have a very, like, strict quality standards, what he feels belongs on HBO Max, which is ridiculous, in my opinion. Like, Netflix thrives off terrible content. Like, this idea that, oh, if it's not up to standards, we gotta remove it, which a lot of that stuff was critically acclaimed, but probably he didn't know about it, so he's like, ah, we can remove it. And... That's but so strange
1: just, because I feel like it's the, you know, having a quality standard makes sense for movies, but for HBO Max, like, just put everything on there.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, I get going forward, you're like, okay, no, we're not going to produce these terrible stuff anymore, anymore just for, for content. I get that. Oh, going forward, our new content is going to meet our standards, but the things already made, just leave them there, like, seriously. It's just uh, a bunch of baffle of decisions, one after another. Okay. Yeah. So what do you think? Yeah, uh,
1: you know, I don't know... Like I said, I, you know, without without having some knowledge of why they would just take their stuff down, I, I just, I don't know, I feel like they've got to have strong messaging and say, alright, these are what we're putting out, like, and... I don't know. And just follow through on it. Like it, it. I I know that. Like I'm making it sound. I I acknowledge it is much harder to, you know, run a studio than than just to say, oh yeah, go do it. But there's yeah. just there's just no excuse for, you know, when you have so many beloved properties like. Superman and Batman are the two most iconic superheroes, and we should be like. Mm drowning in amazing movies like and, and that's just yeah. that's just too they you know you li- you rattle off a bunch of them earlier I mean you know they they have so much in their catalog but they just like I said they're second only to Disney uh, they just don't know what to do with it though they don't have anyone they clearly don't managing their brands I think they should maybe have like create subdivisions uh of people who are, like, really passionate about these different franchises, you know, Mm. instead of kind of just, I guess the word I'm thinking of is reactionary. I feel like Warner Brothers is just too reactionary. They throw a movie out there, it does poorly, they totally reverse course and change everything and cancel Mm -hmm. everything. Uh, they get a bad. That is actually very true. They get a bad test screening. They cancel the movie. They like fans tweet at them, and they green light the Snyderverse. Like I feel like mm, they are too reactionary, and I think if they, you know, if they have maybe subdivide, similar to how Disney has, you know, like Kathleen Kennedy and Lucasfilm. They got Kevin Feige with Marvel. You know appoint these people who are really passionate about these that particular ip or at least have a strong handle on that ip and have them kind of in mm. charge of that universe and then just stick to it and like yes yeah. like adjust your plan to feedback but don't totally reverse course and start burning every bridge that
0: would be kind of my mm. closing thought if well yeah i said and I agree, because I like definitely the burning bridges because if I work for, if I was, you know, a successful filmmaker actor or whatever, until they start doing things differently, I definitely would not want to work with Warner Brothers when they're this volatile. But yeah, I think that's my closing thoughts. They just got to be more respectful to their creators. Agreed. All right, I think we can wrap it up here. All right. All right. So, this was off topic with Mike and JD. I'm still JD. And I'm still Mike. Have a nice day. Thanks for watching.